To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. They're a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You're gonna love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Triple M's Rush Hour. Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo still has a little bit of a different sound with Liam continuously on the sick list, but he assures us, Liesl and Dobbo, that he is actually sick. Has he? Oh, he's actually sick. Okay, yeah, yeah he's right. assuring us. Okay? No, I don't I know that. about that. I love that. I think he might be just putting it on for the garage sale. I reckon he hasn't bought any <laughs> items, and I think he's like trying to cheat his way out of it, like he always does. Uh, look, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, the jury's out with him. Um, he's hard as nails when it wants to be, but he's really gone down like a bag of flames this time. <laughs> anyway, mm. now. The Great Barrier Reef is one of the most iconic, uh, it's one of the seven natural wonders of the world. And the coral and the light blue comes from um, some something in the coral that releases some 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 spores and then that changes the colour of the water. Dobbo nature, man. Look and at him go. <laughs> I've been fascinated with the Great Barrier Reef and, I, and I, I love the fact that we're protecting it and we're preserving it and I think it's wonderful. Not can be said for the Boondal Wetlands. Now... <laughs> If How everybody, are you if two? everybody remembers, just recently, I've been riding around Boondle the last couple of months in, with the triathlon training. They literally went pink. Yeah, and Barbie pink. Yeah, people, I was going to say, was it a, a publicity stunt for oh, the movie? Yeah. Well, that was what some people were suggesting. Some people were actually suggesting that somebody had nuked it for Halloween, or oh. you know, like, and you know, the, the Barbie launch movie. That was kind of things. No, 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 no. It's from the salt. In the water, supposedly, oh. um, has, and that makes sense. Why? Well, haven't you ever had Himalayan rock salt? It's pink. <laughs> Himalayan rock salt is pink. It's just Himalayan rock salt in the Boondal wetlands that oh, we just done. Interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, salt content. Rock salt. Then? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's well, our well, own version. Well, I, I, once this got explained to me, it made a lot of sense because sense because as we know, Himalayan rock salt is pink, and that is the colour of it because the salt in the in the water has come up and makes perfect sense. Interesting. So, you know, from now on, if there's anybody who has some questions about their local estuaries or or <laughs> dams or creeks and they need some advice. Idiot Register is coming up a bit later. We might need to nominate you for that. <laughs> Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present moment. First right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail. Well, this is going to cause some bedlam, and rightly so. I, I mentioned last week that there was a club that was upset. Well, the Dolphins are one of the teams that are upset. Their draw has created some real problems, and I'm going to list a couple of them, then I'm going to go to the big one. Every draw has positives, right? And every draw has negatives. But for the Dolphins, they have had a real kick in the teeth over some of them. The biggest game of the season, the the the... Derby against the Broncos has been locked in on the same night as River Fire. Can you oh, believe no. the biggest game of the Dolphins season has been locked in on arguably the biggest night in Brisbane? So it's not going to draw the forty-five to 52,000 that it would have in any other night. Mm-hmm. Now, how this didn't go through the NRL and they go, okay, all right, River Fire every year, that, that is an annual event. Sacred. Yeah. We're going to look at that and we're going to keep no games being played on that Saturday 
at Suncorp Stadium because we don't want to clash. We've got a big enough game. Mm. But they put the Battle of Brisbane, the biggest game for the Dolphins, on the same night. How now, many I'm people still, did we get at Riverfire? Like 200,000 people or something? Oh, more than that. Yeah. More than that. Yeah. 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 Might be for half a million lying the foreshores. <gasps> and they don't even think about trying to – and this has come out of Sydney. This has come out well, of a your, committee. there's your problem. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but, you know, I can understand why now Terry Reid has contacted the government authorities in a bid to work around ske- scheduling because – I would be too. I, I'd be furious. They've been allocated the Sunday night graveyard shift for Magic Round, which means the final game of all of Magic Round, the Dolphins are playing at Suncorp Stadium against the West Tigers. So Mm. I'm sorry. This is a team that you invested in two years ago Mm. to come here. They've got a huge, huge support base of the Peninsula. They're Brisbane's second team. You give them the graveyard 6.30 game on the Sunday night at Magic Round when the field's chopped up at the end, Mm -hmm. right? I know your theory to try and hold the crowd there. Mm. And then the biggest clash of the year for the Dolphins is against the Broncos, and you put it on the same night at Suncorp Stadium as River Fire. Well, arguably the biggest clash for Queensland. Yeah. You know, well, like yeah. the Broncos. Well, it's one of the Forex Derby games. So, yeah. uh, I mean, seriously. And there's nothing we can do about us now. If it draws out, they won't change it. Put it on the Friday night. Yeah. Put it on the can Sunday. Can they change it? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, I yeah. don't think they can. I don't really? think they can. No, it's done. Because it's one club complains and another club will complain and then everybody's got a, their input. Like, oh, oh, I can't believe that they went down that road. I can't believe when they went down disaster. that road. Well, we're going to be having it at uh, Triple M's Rockstar Lounge. We'll have a big screen there <laughs> oh, with the Dolphins and the Broncos. Oh, no. I know where my loyalty will be. <laughs> Won't be River Fire. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing news. A very <laughs> iconic sound or tune from the 1980s has been included in the National Film and Sound Archives of Australia Registry for 2023. Everybody knows it. I mean, from the 1980s, they were very... Beyond its years. They were beyond its years because I think people were still sunbaking in coconut oil in the 1980s because... (laughs) My niece still is. Really? Oh, (laughs) that's terrible. We know now it's all about melanoma, so it was about uh, raising awareness. So it's been included alongside 11 other soundtracks. One of them was Sherbet's How's That, which is great, like a theme for cricket, and it was redone actually by Daryl Braithwaite. So I thought that was very worthy. Yeah, I like that as well. But when you see that, that had a great message and it became iconic. Yep. And there's been other, you know, I suppose statements or iconic phrases phrases, um, that, that have. I mean... Everybody knows my love of the Catters um, and, and Bob Catter. I mean, if you're going to nominate Slip Slop Slap, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom. People are entitled to their sexual proclivities. Let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. But I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. <laughs> This is like the sound effect yeah, logo. You know I don't know if that's factually correct, but you know what? <laughs> but it's an iconic <laughs> spoken iconic. word, and yeah. that can be included. That and Australians got... know, right? Yeah. That's the main part. But we've got so many. Yeah, well, what about this one that happened literally in Brisbane? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent, succulent Chinese, Chinese meal? meal? Come on! <laughs> what is that? I... 
Lee's Lee, are you serious? Yeah, what is that? That's a succulent a, succul- Chinese meal. Mate, that is one of the most famous videos on the really? internet. Is from this, Brisbane? Yeah, literally a con man getting waltzed out, arrested oh. at, a, a, at a restaurant. Really? Um, there's a couple charge. Of- he, he actually said a few other things. He reckons the cops were grabbing him on his tackle. Oh. Um, there's a few other things. If we wanted to look it up on YouTube, what would we look for? Succulent Chinese succulent meal? Chinese okay, meal great. Um, it, can I add another one to this list? Yes. Love Slip Slop Slap. But I think this guy on a barley scooter in schoolies was the best. You gonna do those helmets up? Oi, brother! <laughs> hey, mate, are you right to drive? Oh, f- no. <laughs> what are you doing driving the bike? I'm There are so many iconic things from our Australian vernacular. I think we need to include some more. One triple three five three. Let us know what needs to be included into the National Film and Sound Archive. Damo and Karina, good afternoon. How are you? Good. What needs to be included? Well, there's a number of these that have said in the Castle movie, but this one we say to Andrew Johns every year when he thinks New South Wales is going to win Origin. <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him he's dreaming. Oh, I love yeah. that one, Damon. Jousting sticks. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally so many oh, quotes from that. Yeah. You could just go on for forever. Yeah, all day. Um, Darren from Lawton, good afternoon. Uh, what uh, would you like to see go into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, g'day, Dobbo. G'day, guys. Mate, this has to go to the top of the list, I think. Um, when we won the America's Cup and Bob said, hey, <laughs> any employee that sacks his... Oh, any boss that sacks his employee, he's a bum. Yeah, I agree. Close enough. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up the day is a bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iconically Australian. Oh, what a I great prime it. minister. Yeah, wasn't he yeah. so great and could scull a beer with the rest of them? <laughs> Terry from Bundaberg, afternoon. Afternoon, team. How are we? Good. Good. What needs to be included in the National Archive? Um, so it's from, I think it was from like Highway Patrol or something like that a few years back, but... The, Young bloke had his car parked halfway up <laughs> in the medium strip, front wheels basically ripped off, and the uh, the copper said to him, "What are you doing?" And he looked at him. And he said, "Waiting for a mate." Oh, the yeah. best. What's up, What's going on? I'm just waiting for a mate. <laughs> Is that why your car's all smashed up and you're up on the grass at the moment, or what? Yeah. Just yeah. Waiting for a mate. He's gone in. In there, <laughs> <laughs> which was like just an open field, like he is crazy. One of the best ever. Oh, and he dug classic. on, he hung on, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he wouldn't go. go. Oh, look, I mean, you could the list goes on and on. Aaron from Woody Point, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, guys, how are you? All right, what should go into the National Archive? Well, a while ago, there was this old bloke that got interviewed about dangerous dogs in his neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah. And he goes something along the lines of like, and they came bounding over and, oh, oh, and makes that sound. That's pretty good dog That's head accurate. sound. Yeah. As soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> <laughs> So aggressive as well over the wife's shoulder. Yeah. And she's like, what is going on? As soon as he starts, she shakes. She's oh, like, what's no, going what's on? What's going on? Um, there is one we haven't got to, but Amy in Northlake, she said the not happy jam oh, from the Yellow iconic. Pages. That is my fave. I loved that, that ad. Chick Chick Boom Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I don't think there's any other country that's got more ferals in them than no. Australia. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason we're in the archive. Do we have a bogan segment <laughs> yeah. in the National Archive? Because that's what we need. Here comes the money. 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 Money.
Triple M Rush Hour's Garage Sale Challenge. That's right. Last <laughs> week we launched the Triple M Rush Hour Garage Sale Challenge and it's been a whole lot of fun. Over the weekend we went and bought things on garage sales and we had some fairly simple rules. Each of us were given a crisp $50 note to spend. We had to spend it at a garage sale, local if preferable, and we were allowed to buy multiple items up to the $50 yep. so long as we didn't go over. Now on Friday yep. they will be valued by a professional mm-hmm. and whoever has the highest resale value wins. Now yes, I did reveal my items. I had six fish knives, a vintage Farlap plate, a 12-string Nippon Gakkai guitar, and Jason Donovan sealed with a kiss 12-inch single. So I think I did pretty well, but today, Dobbo, I'm very excited that you're going to be revealing your purchases. What did you get? Okay. So Saturday brought some challenges to me because I had four garage sales to shuffle through and I I didn't want to go to the first garage sale and find something and then disperse of it. Now early on, on I did find an urn um, with some ashes in it oh. and that th- th- most of them had been scattered to the wind and I oh. nearly bought it. Most of and, them? Yeah. yeah. Well there was some still remnants of something <laughs> oh. and so I thought that would be good. But look <laughs> I bought two items and I had $5 left. Now, I'm going to tell you with the $5 left, I bought a potato and a stick at the Ipswich <laughs> uh, Handcraft Markets later on. Good on you. Later on. The so resale of I, that is not very good. I fed myself at the end. <laughs> good on you. But for $5, my first present that I got, and look, I'm patriotic to Ipswich, and so I was extremely, extremely happy. I got the World Collection of Paul Pasali cup, teacup and sorter that says... <laughs> You, me, and Ipswich celebrating 20 years. Be now, careful. That's going to fall out. So no, just well, hold on to I, I, it. Yeah. Now, to me, everybody needs a cup and saucer. Now, you look at that. That is real china. You can hear it. it says, you, me, and Ipswich, 20 years. And you it's can got... have a double espresso in that. Oh, I don't see a Wedgwood logo on that anyway, well, though. I said good china. No, and you know logo, what? Though? This is iconic. It's and... iconic because he went to jail. Well, so... and I've rung Paul Pasali, uh, yeah. the former mayor, and he is willing to sign it is as he? well. Yes. You could get that glazed yes. on there. Yeah. So I oh, thought, lovely. I thought you, me, and Ipswich, he these did. cups. He did a lot of stuff for Ipswich. He did do a lot of stuff for Ipswich. Um, some yeah. good, some bad, but I'm a fan. Um, okay. And I've always have been. So you can understand, for I like $5, that. I think I've done very well. I, I enjoy that. Now, this is a very controversial, um, I suppose, how would I say it, um, item that I bought. Mm-hmm. And... My love of hunting at different times in my life has been well documented. Um, you know, the country part of me is very good. And I was shuffling through a lot of stuff at the last clearing sale. And I rang Cornelius, our producer, to run this past him. He didn't necessarily feel that it was right. I got a I, bad feeling about I, this for some to me, <laughs> thought this was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I paid $40 for this. And it's on a key ring, and it is a foxtail. <laughs> and that is, dead set, a cured, proper, real-life foxtail <laughs> that I think, and I could not believe it was only $40. That is a very big key ring. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that, what pocket you're putting that in, because no, that's but, a big foxtail. Well, you put it on a handbag or something like that. You clip it to a handbag, and yeah. I have actually looked up, if you go and look up what a tanned fox skin or foxtail, this is worth a lot more than $40. No. 
It is, but you can't take it out in Feel public. That. No, I'm Jones, good, thank that's you. A no. Isn't that a costume tail, though? It looks like you could clip it onto the back loop of your belt <laughs> buckle and then you're just walking around with a little... <laughs> Mate, you did spend a little bit of time on the internet, I no, think. that is a real-life foxtail. And it has been obviously tanned, so it's right to go. <laughs> and they've key ringed it. Can you and, stop stroking it though? And please? old mate, old mate sold it because it was his. It's a family heirloom, right? <laughs> so and why I'm was like, he selling it? Well, I'm not quite sure, but he was because it was a deceased estate. So obviously, the fox has deceased at some point, and so and so is this. So that is wow. a fox tail on a okay. key ring. I think I prefer the teacups, but anyway. <laughs> I think I've won. I'm just glancing across to this beautiful guitar in the corner and the, the, the uh, file, all up right, plate. file up plate. Yeah, I will have it known that I've done some work on this and this is extremely valuable. If you want to see pictures of Dobbo's <laughs> foxtail, triple M underscore rush hour on Insta, it's it's not bad. Yeah. Well, no Liam still. So when do we find yeah. out? He, is that that's he's the reason he's sick. He likes to cheat. Is so he he's like, probably I... bailing out. He hasn't Jones, bought anything. Where credit's due. This it's is very a good... cool. All but right. it's it's questionable. All right. We'll suss out the rest of this competition as it happens this week. It wasn't week. received well by Con either, to be honest with you, when <laughs> I rang him. It was not no, they did well. not like the Fox yeah, Star. Let's stop talking about it. I couldn't it. believe it. <laughs> the Triple M Rush Hour's Idiot Register. I've done all the dumb things. All everybody. Oh, we didn't have a little package of, like, all our previous idiots. We yeah, usually do. That's okay. Do. So maybe That's it's because Liam's fine. not here. Let's That's blame the fact okay. that well, Actually, we'll put Liam on the idiot <laughs> register. That's okay. We're talking about the idiot register. We've had so many wonderful calls over the time. We had one with uh, a fisherman and semen on the face. That was quite classic. <laughs> but I'm going, yeah, it was hilarious, Josh. It was very good. Um, but I'm going to put myself on the idiot, idiot register today. Oh, a little, little self-nomination. I'm a little embarrassed by this one. Um, I, You know how you hear the traffic, the Triple M traffic person all the time that they're always talking around, um, you know, traffic going on. Well, the intro to that is like a triple M. I thought it says triple M Digby traffic Digby. I thought Digby actually did the traffic. It's actually beep beep. Let's have a listen. Digby, Digby. <laughs> I was like, oh, does Digby do the traffic or something? I've always thought it's beep beep. I've always thought it's beep beep. It's traffic. It's cars. It's clearly beep beep. 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 But I, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, it must be Digby. That must be like the way he introduces himself. I've never seen you so red before. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Triple three, five, three, if you want to share yours. Well done. Uh, I don't have one for myself don't this you? week. No, no. Not no, but I think you are nominated. We have got a couple already. Tony from Oxenford, you want to put someone on the register, mate? Yeah, mate. A bloke I work with called Gary. I organised a game of golf for four people. I organised Gary and my brother Greg and another bloke called Tony. And of course, I'm Tony. So I introduced Gary and I said, uh, Gary, this is my brother Greg and this is Tony. And anyway, we're half up the first fairway and he looks at me and he goes, is that other bloke your brother as well? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's on there. He's on there. I get it. I get it. Hey, Jacob from Southport, how are you? Yeah, mate, how you going, guys? All right, you'd like to put someone on the register? Yeah, fellas, uh, listen, I drive coaches and I um, I took an American group that were like college students, about 18, 19 years old, and I took them up to Habitat up there at Noosa. Beautiful place. Yeah, beautiful. I um, As we got off the bus, I said to them, the best thing about Australia, guys, you know, to look up in the sky, and they looked up in the stars everywhere, and they were all amazed. And one kid in the background, he called out to me, he said, uh, 
So is that the same moon that we see in America? Oh, <laughs> no. That is? that is classic American. Oh, my God. Well, oh how my did God. you respond? How did you respond? Oh, look, mate, I just looked at the tour guide and she was a Kiwi lady and the both of us, our jaws just hit the ground. I just <laughs> no, Australia has their it. own moon, actually. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I was pretty taken away by it, yeah. Yeah, numbers one triple three five three. Plenty more spots in the idiot, idiot register. We'll take your calls next. The Triple M Rush Hours Idiot Register. We're looking for your dumb stories this afternoon. One's just popped into my head, Liesl and Bobbo. Please, yep. please don't judge me too hard, but... Uh, oh, we will. Look, all right. I didn't think thermoses were real until I was 25. What do you mean? Yeah, so the first time I ever saw a thermos was in a movie that was like Armageddon or something. So, Oh, you thought it was a made-up... Astronauts made up... in space were like, oh, yeah, we're just, we're just drinking the thermos. And I'd never seen it in real life before. Really? And so I was like into my third radio job or something and somebody brought a big water bottle in. It's like, oh, that looks just like those made-up thermoses. And somebody was like, made-up thermoses? They're and, real. And said, oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, right wow. On. And I thought the beep beep on was Digby on the traffic guy was bad. Oh, that was bad. Was that that, that, that was bad. Though. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, and it was G- current. <laughs> Jimmy from Brackenridge, who would you like to nominate on the idiot list this afternoon? Oh, mate, I'll be honest. I can't remember his name, but I'll forever remember his face. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was, I do removals, uh, furniture removals for a job. And uh, often I'm working with guys I've never met before. And this, this particular guy is from Gympie. And uh, to break the ice, I like to use this joke. Uh, what's the furniture removalist's favourite meal? Uh, pad Thai. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's looked at me dead in the eyes on the back of the truck and he's, and he's gone, oh, my favourite meal is probably chicken schnitzel. <laughs> and I just, oh, it was so hard to not even try and laugh, you know. I, I composed myself. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, good. Stop it. Oh, I love stop that. It. Do you need some new, new totally work wear? Because, I mean, I, your work wear probably needs a little bit of a, a cheer up. How about 100 bucks, mate? Yeah, that sounds great, mate. All yours. Thanks to Totally so Workwear good. with all your workwear solutions. 17 locally owned stores throughout Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Totally Workwear, love your work. Sue from Upper Kedron, who would you like to nominate for the Idiot Register? Uh, I've got to nominate myself. Great, oh. love mm-hmm. the bravery. Go ahead. <laughs> um, at the time, a few years back, I was learning to do sign language. Oh, good on and you. My, yeah, my trainer had taken me to this couple who were going into hospital. And they lived opposite a local football um, ground. And they were playing that afternoon and it was so noisy. And I asked them in sign language if the noise bothered them. <gasps> oh, so. <laughs> oh, no. And I knew the moment I said Oh, so. Oh, so. No. Surely they saw the funny side of that. Like, uh, what planet are you from? Question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Did you assign it perfectly too? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, well, at least you got the sign that. language yeah. right. Yeah. Good yeah, but you're on there well and truly. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to bring this back again next week, the idiot register. But we're about to get out of here. Belizel, you had something disgusting happen to you recently. Oh, that's a bit mean. But, yes, it probably was a little bit disgusting. I was getting coffee on Sunday, and it was a lovely day, actually, lovely weather outside. And as I walked from my car, I parked a little bit further away because the car parks are awful. So I walked in, and I came across a man walking in the other direction. He was on his phone, but he looked up, and he sort of smiled at me, but a bit more than a smile, a bit like a smirk but not an arrogant smirk. So I kind of... 
bit of a laugh and I thought, oh, he's having a good day. Either okay. he's got a good text message or something. And he I was realized like, he's just seen an Olympian. Oh, oh my God. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? But it was like just acknowledgement that it's a good day. It's all nice and sunny outside. I kept walking. As I got closer to the cafe, I saw another person look at me and kind of laugh as well. And I sort of thought, have I got something on my face? Or is like, <laughs> what is wrong? Is my hair all over the place? I have no idea. It's a weird thing that people just start laughing at you, Jones. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can understand people talking, hey, there's Lisa Jones, but to just be laughing at you. Yeah, and like a chuckle as well. And I was kind of like, okay, that's really weird. Like either I must be making them really happy today or something. How are you Who feeling knows? at that point? Is the motion of... sitting in? Like, am I ugly? What's going yeah, on what's here? happening? <laughs> I was so confused. And then I kept walking. And then another man I passed actually had quite a look of disgust on his face. I was like... Okay, so I've gone from happy joking two people to disgust on this man's face. I was like, I am so confused right now. So I went into the cafe, ordered my coffee, and as I was sitting outside waiting for my coffee, another person walked past and sort of looked at me a little bit funny. I thought, I have no idea what's happening right now. So as I looked down, there was a cockroach on my shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> sitting right on my chest, like at the top of my shirt. <laughs> a full-blown cockroach. It was on you for 10 minutes as well. <laughs> if okay. not more, who who knows how long Where's it was on there for? Jones, I, I would say that you are a naturally clean person, so yes. I suspect where'd the cocky come from, mate? Well, maybe if I got out of my car. I didn't see it fly on me or anything, so I don't know it's where crawled. it's come from. It's crawled somewhere. Oh, maybe through my car. I don't know. But I wouldn't have got – I would have felt it if it tell went me, on my leg. Tell me you exterminated it there I and then. I flicked it off. I yeah. was so terrified. I'm not scared of cockroaches, but I was like, oh, Was there a squeal? Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes so much sense. All these people are laughing. I was like, could you have not have told me that I had a cockroach on my shirt? Even just a little like, hey. What shopping centre was this at? What, what, this what? is at Milton Shops. Okay. I tell you what, the people of Milton who were there that day, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you for humiliating an <laughs> Olympic champion. Tell her she's got a cockroach on her. Also, I know she's not homeless. Don't take her the wrong way. She doesn't smell. No. She's just got a cockroach or on her. maybe it was just my emotional support cockroach. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Oh, no, no, let's wrap it up. Uh, back tomorrow. Hopefully Liam back, maybe? Maybe. Nah. Give... We're right with that. Not. We're right with that. <laughs> All right. See you later. Ciao for now. Farewell, my neighbours. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.